Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your kindness, giving us a new day, resurrection from the dark hours, lifting us up to these light hours. May we walk in your light and follow you and bless our time together and bless the labors and praise classical school for your honor and glory. Through Jesus we pray, and amen. amen. Mr. Taylor, thank you for the invitation, and thank you for allowing me to be here. A uh, little introduction other than what he said. <clears throat> My name is Jeff Neal. I happen to be the, the senior pastor at All Saints Presbyterian Church in, in Fort Worth. And if you forget about that, you should read the shirt. This is right there. Uh, that reminds me as well. Uh, been married for nearly 35 years. And uh, the Lord blessed us with two children, and right now I have the, the two most beautiful grandchildren in the world, um, but that's another topic for another day. So, that's a little bit about who I am. What am I going to speak about? You're thinking, well, the guy's a pastor, he's probably going to give us a Bible talk, and then say, kind of, sort of, uh, I thought to myself, can I fill 15 minutes? I think I probably could. But we'll see what happens. So, here's my title for today. Actually, it's two. I'm not sure which one I'm going to take. Here it is. Um, title is, I've Cleaned a Lot of Toilets. There's my title. The second, what's that? That one sounds good. Do you like that? The second one is One More Night with the Frogs. So those are my, my titles today, and I, if time permits, and I did set my timer, but I forgot to start it, so I'm going to start it now. Um, we'll see what happens. So I've cleaned a lot of toilets. Let's go with that one, all right? That's the one my wife likes. She goes, that's a good title. I go, that doesn't mean the content is any good. We're going to find out. All right, let me begin with this. Everything that is going on in your life right now is shaping you to become the men and women that you will be. Everything going on right now is shaping you to be the men and the women that you will be and that you're becoming. It has been said that the boy is father to the man and the girl is mother to the woman. That makes sense. You're all supposed to be growing, and inevitably you are. In physical maturation, hopefully in mental maturation, and especially in spiritual maturation. So everything going on in your life right now is shaping you to be the man and the woman that you're going to become. Especially those things which you might consider to be not very pleasant. Did you have to do anything today that was not very pleasant already? You don't have to tell me what it is. Just, yeah, okay. I, I see that hand. I see that hand. Okay, very good. Um, life, if you haven't figured it out yet, is filled with many things that you likely would not prefer or have chosen to do. Events, tasks, duties, even encountering people. You might run into people going, you know what, I really wouldn't have preferred to run into that guy or these people. Or there's a particular class at Grace that it's just difficult for me. I just don't get it. 
Everything in your life is shaping you to be the man or the woman you're going to become. So, I've cleaned a lot of toilets. Um, I was working on my master's degree in theology. It was a pre-THD, it was a Master of Arts in Theology with a pre-doctorate in theology. And I was working at Costco. Anybody ever heard of Costco? All right. Better than Sam's Club? Um, Amen. Yeah. It used to be Price Club when I was working for them. And I was working on my advanced degrees, and I became the, the maintenance facility supervisor, working on evaporative coolers, lights, walls, doors, and we cleaned all of the toilets in Costco. I had a crew of 12 people working for me, and I had to teach them how to clean toilets. You're thinking, that is not something I would have chosen to do. Life is filled with things that you might not prefer to do. But it's interesting how much you, you find out about yourself through the things that are difficult, even the person that's difficult when you meet this person or these people. You're going, you know, I wouldn't have preferred that. I wouldn't have chosen that. But to actually be down like this and to clean a commode where there are thousands of people in the Scottsdale, Arizona, Costco, doing their business there. And of course, you've got all these gloves on. I've got crazy stories about this. And you're thinking, this is before the hazmat society was going on. Anyway, gloves, and you're getting down. And every new employee that came in, we had to walk them through. This is how we do, top to bottom, side. And I could ask, uh, which restroom do you think the messiest, the girls or the guys, because that, that was a day when we had guys, men's rooms and women's rooms. Which one do you think was messier? Aunt? Uh, Abby? You don't you're afraid. Of Which one do you think was messier? Good answer. Because uh, you should say, I've not been into a women's room. Good job. Uh, I we can talk about that later if you want. Okay, so I've cleaned a lot of toilets in my life, and what you find out when you're doing that is you find out a lot more about yourself than you do other people. You may walk into a bathroom and go, I had no idea that it could be this messy. I'm thinking, we just cleaned this before we opened, and of course the shift started at 4 in the morning, had everything ready before 9 when they opened the doors, or 9.30, and then the hordes would come in and then throughout the day you have to clean it close it off if you're a male maintenance person walking in there or your crew you say you got to get that taken care of uh it's it's a remarkable mess and you're thinking you're tempted to walk in and go these people are slobs and then you stop for a moment you think i i'm a bit of a slob myself what are these people thinking? Do they not realize that someone else has to serve and to do this? Or do they just walk in and go, I'm here to do what I want to do, and I don't care what Mr. Taylor had to do to prepare for this day, or any of my teachers, or my mom, or my dad. Life is filled with things that you might not have preferred, many things you don't even know about.
And so if I walked into that restroom and thought, all of these people have problems without thinking, what, what about me? What am I supposed to do? So, Mr. Taylor, I'm starting by saying, I've cleaned a lot of toilets. I'm going to stop and I'm going to ask you questions, which I've already realized you don't answer questions. I realize that. I'm going to try something. Is there anything in your home that you're asked to do that is difficult to do? Or that you don't prefer to do? Anything at your church? Anything here at the school? Why is it? Well, I'm just talking. Is there anything that you have to do at home? Tasks, chores, duties? There, thank you for your honesty. Finally an honest person. Any, I haven't looked over here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, anybody want to share what they might be? True story. Doing the, doing the dishes. Doing the dishes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Anyone? I hate sweeping. You hate sweeping. Hate. That's vigorous. Haters gotta hate. I get it. <laughs> yep. Yard work. Especially when it's hot. Good. Okay. Dishes, sweeping, yard work. Yes, sir. Fixing a broken pipe that my dad busted with a lawnmower. <laughs> you mean irrigation pipe, sprinkler pipe? No, it's um our house's water main. How did he break that with a lawnmower? So, um, somebody <laughs> illegally placed it in our yard. So it's somebody else's fault. I got it. Okay. And he ran over it. Was it a metal pipe? No, it's um, a plastic one, like a PVC pipe. Okay, so it, the blades chopped it. And it tore it Awesome. That is great. What a great experience. Um, okay. Dishes. I want to do dishes. I do something every morning. Um, I do the dishes every morning. It's just my thing to do in thinking. And by the way, I've done a lot of dishes too. I used to be a dishwasher at the Roadway Inn in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Oh my goodness, the amount of dishes that I have seen come by. But it's one of my ways to serve my wife. There's no one else in our home right now other than our dog. So we're empty nesters. And so, but every morning, I don't want my wife, you know, she'll, we'll have our breakfast. Dishes are there. Because I, I, want, I want a clean house. But what did I do? I just took care of it right away. My favorite thing to do? No. None of you are married, I don't think. Uh, anyone married? Yeah. Okay, just, just check in. Uh, my wife and I also have a way to honor the marriage phase. That's biblical. Um, the last person to get up out of bed makes the bed. Do you fellas make your bed every day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, get in the habit now life is filled with things you wouldn't prefer to do so what, what is one, one of the ways that I can honor the marriage bed and, and when I say this to people your age you're all going oh, oh, he's not going to do the sex talk is he no he's not going to do the sex talk but if my wife happens to get up first say at 4am and she's out taking care of things and I climb out of the rack and 5.15 or 5.30, um, I'll make the bed as a way to honor a place where we are together. Where do you learn that? You learn it by doing it this way, doing it this way, doing it this way. 
a little bit at a time. And if you don't put it in place now, you really think it's all of a sudden going to click in in December? Wait, it's going to click in when you finally get married. No. Start being the men and the women you you ought to be being you ought to become. So, I'm going to we got 3 minutes are we doing all right? All right. Any questions or comments? Any concerns? Anything you're going to start working on right now, even if it's the least pleasant thing in the world. You have a course here at school that's very difficult for you? Oh. Yeah. Let, oh. Oh. And then there's somebody in here going, that is the best. What's wrong? No. Oh. Go back to home. What if what what would happen, young men particularly, young ladies, if all of a sudden you went home today and said, you know what? Um, there are things I know I'm supposed to do, and I'm just going to start doing those things with a cheerful attitude. What would happen if you walked into this school, you know there are things you need to do. I'm going to go in and do it with a cheerful attitude. I was just speaking to my son on the drive in here today. And I told my son that every time I've gone to Grace Classical, this is what's happened. I met at the door, and it's open, and uh, people will say, welcome to Grace Classical. It's good to have you. They don't know who I am. They'll look me in the eye. They'll greet me. Where does that come from? Because life is not all about you. So, I've cleaned a lot of toilets in my life. Life isn't all about me. Dishes. Sweeping. Yard work. Life isn't all about me. There are things that I'm doing because of the man that the Lord is shaping me to become. How would I have ever thought that while I was working on my master's degree and cleaning toilets and sweeping floors and bailing corrugated and pressure washing dumpsters, how did that ever prepare me for the pastorate? Oh, let me count the ways. Let me count the ways. The moment you go in to the pastorate and think, I've got all this figured out, and I'm going to deal with people that do everything the way that I want. No, I don't even do things the way I'm supposed to do things. So, when are you going to start? I'm going to go ahead and end with the second title. That's all right with you. One more night with the frogs. I'm going to call upon you to start right now. The second plague upon Egypt was frogs. Frogs. And one of the most amazing things is found in Exodus chapter 8. And you are wondering, he's a pastor, is he ever going to quote the Bible? Yeah, I've been kind of quoting the Bible the whole time. The one who is, the one who is faithful in little things will be uh, blessed with responsibility in greater things. Um, that's what I was talking about before. I've cleaned a lot of toilets. I'm going to ask you to do the same thing. I'm not saying, go out here. Mr. Taylor, where are some toilets? Like, that's not what I'm talking about. But the second plague, frogs are all over the land. They're hopping all over the place. They're getting into their beds. They're getting into their mixing bowls. The frogs are everywhere. 
Have any of you eaten a meal with a frog? You have? Where? Uh, uh, what's that? Oh, no, with a living frog. Oh, oh no. Eating dinner with frogs. You're sitting there, you're eating your uh, jambalaya, and all of a sudden a frog comes up and you're going, hey, how you doing? Has that ever happened to you, Drew? Okay. Have any of you been sleeping in your bed and you hey, what's that? And it's a frog. Has any, uh, okay, that was Camping trips count? What? Uh, camping trips. Does that count when the frog jumps into the sleeping bag? Maybe, yeah. Okay, let's let's go with that. Um, did that happen to you? Did you like it? It just was fixed afterwards, so it was fine. <laughs> well, would you have said, oh, you stay here, you're cold-blooded, no. stay warm, get up right next to me, I'll warm you up a little, Kermit. <laughs> okay, craziest thing happens. The land is infested with frogs, and Pharaoh, being Pharaoh, goes to Moses and says, please entreat the Lord to have the frogs depart out of the land. And Moses says, dip. The honor is yours. Tell me, when shall I entreat for you and your servants and your people that the frogs be destroyed from you and your houses, that they may be only left in the Nile? Moses says, good, I got, I got, when should I ask the Lord to remove the frogs? What did Pharaoh say? Tomorrow. 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 Then Pharaoh said, tomorrow. He wanted one more night with the frogs. <laughs> One more night with the frog. So I'm just simply saying this. You know you've got things right in front of you. And you know you have the ability to do it or you can learn how to do it. And it might not be the most pleasant thing in the world. But you're going, you know what? I'll do this tomorrow. Ephesians 4 says, put it away from you. Lay it aside. Paul says in Romans, in the book of Romans, make no provision for the lust of the flesh. You guys, you ladies know there are certain things you ought to be doing and not doing when we start. So today, it's been my privilege to be with you. It's kind of weird, I know, but um, cleaned a lot of toilets. Y'all are being shaped right now. And don't have one more half the frogs. All right, let's pray. Would you like to close, Taylor? Oh, no, please. Okay. Father in heaven, these are your children. You have claimed them. You have placed your name upon them. And now I ask that by your Holy Spirit, you encourage these, your children, unto greater and greater faithfulness. May they be marked by reliability, perseverance, diligence, and joy in your ways. May they rise up and bless their mother and honor their father and mother and honor their teachers and encourage one another, for they bear your name. Enable them to do so honorably. Through Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen.